are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, and thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information on that if you want more of us. And it is Fan Fiction Friday on today's episode of Locked on M's. We'll be reading and grading the Mariners mock trades you submitted to us via Twitter and email should be a lot of fun. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We'd greatly appreciate it. So let's hop into our email because we only have a couple in there and shout out to the person that signed up for match.com using our uh, locked on email, whoever you are. Honestly, I'm not even mad, but let us know who you are. Cause that was honestly pretty funny. Let's start with Jay Qua. It was Jake Law. It was Jake Law. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, you're whoever you're, it was lives in lives in Houston. By the way, they they put yeah. their zip code in there. Which I mean, come on, fam. What 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 are we doing here? I guess just looking for love. It was the day after Valentine's. To be fair, so I mean, I go. I can't hate on someone looking for love. You know? We all deserve uh, love. Yeah. Well, but you not, but you can't even access the account. Can't even access. We'll let you know if we get any good matches or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 let you know. We'll let you know. All right, Jayqua wants to know if uh, the Mariners could trade Noel V. Marte and Zach Deloach to the Orioles for Cedric Mullins. Colby, Noel V. Marte and Zach Deloach. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. Um. Cedric Mullins is kind of an interesting guy because I, I don't know if you'd want to do that trade if you're the Mariners. Um, kind of comes down to how much do you trust 2021 um, mm. for Mullins. Uh, I, I think it's mostly real, but I, the guy was 30, 30 um, yeah. and he was worth almost six wins. And he did that at, you know, he did that at the age of 26 in his second year. I mean, he was never this you know, projected to be this good. He was okay in 2020 but he kind of had like this insane breakout season. And so how much are you willing to bank on that being repeatable? You'd have to be willing to bank pretty hard because you're giving up Noel V. Marte, um, you know, six years, seven years of Noel V. Marte, basically um, mm. for four years of Mullins. Uh, I also don't think the Orioles would do this. I think the Orioles um, put Mullins on the trade block technically, but it's one of those, Hey, if somebody wants to give us Julio, you know, then we'll, right. we'll talk about it. But other than that, we're going to keep him. So I don't think it'd be enough for the Orioles to take that deal. Um, and I think it honestly might be a little too much for the Mariners to take that deal. Um, because if you're Seattle, would you rather have Brian Reynolds or Cedric Mullins? Reynolds has done it more than once. So you probably have him and, and the cost will probably be about the same. So I don't think either side would, uh, would do this. Um, although if I were the Orioles, I would consider it. I'd say that, mm. but the Orioles are also kind of trying to, to turn a corner here. So I just don't think the, the two sides are a good fit. 
yeah, I I just uh, I don't I don't think that you're going to be able to get them for this package. I don't think that really even gets you close. Might start the conversation at least, you know, with someone like Noel Alvey, you know, because of uh, of how he's uh, regarded. But yeah, um, you're you're probably going to have to give up Julio to to get Cedric Mullins at this point. So I am going to go thirty five on this. Yeah, that's about right. Um, by the way, Cedric Mullins went to Campbell University. I believe they are the Campbell Camels, and that is notable because that is the alma mater of one Gaylord Perry. Ooh. So there you go. Very nice. So uh, thank you, Jayqua. Appreciate you uh, always submitting trade ideas over the last few weeks. And uh, looking forward to seeing what you come up with next week. Let's go on to Derek, who is actually a first time trade submitter i guess we would say uh and we actually know derek derek is a uh, peter steely dan on twitter at i bash my bros um he says uh, you know he he never submitted a proposal for fanfic friday but the lockout has got him reeled down in the dumps and he's got actually two deals that he wants us to uh, to look over here the first one is adam macko tom murphy and drew steckenrider for joey gallo and gary sanchez and he says Gallo gives the Mariners a lefty bat and outfield defense that doesn't make you face palm. He says, I know Sanchez has been bad, but he put up incredible numbers in his first couple of years, and he may be a change of scenery away from doing it again. Even if Sanchez can't get it going, I believe his contract is only for 2022, and he hits more dingers than Tom. So, Colby, what do you think about this first deal from Derek? Um, Well, there were a lot of... Uh a lot of moving parts in that deal. So it's Mako, Murphy, and Steckenrider for Gallo and Sanchez. Um, yep. So first of all, not enough uh, from the Mariners. Uh, second of all, Gallo and Sanchez both have their own issues. You know, Gallo obviously strikes out a ton, and Sanchez cannot catch. He's mm-hmm. Luis Torrens behind the plate. Um, probably a little bit worse even. And he hasn't been very good recently, like you mentioned. So um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't see the Yankees doing this. This is two major leaguers who helped them at least somewhat um, in, in 2022 um, Murphy and Steckenrider probably not going to help them as much as Gallo and Sanchez. And they're going to do all that for Adam Mako. I just, I, I don't see it. I like Mako a lot, um, but again, the Yankees are, are looking to win now. So yeah, uh, Mako doesn't do much good for them. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of Steck and Ryder for Gallo and Murphy for Sanchez. Um, and then Mako's the sweetener. I just don't think that's going to be enough um, mm. for the Yankees to take a look at this deal. And to be honest, I don't really want Gary Sanchez. Sure. Like, at that's all. fair. I, I'd rather just roll with Murphy, especially if I yeah. have to give up Adam Mako to make it happen. I'd probably just right. rather have for, for the reasons that you mentioned, I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Sanchez either. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just a lot of downside there. And yeah, I might honestly be able to get more value out of the catcher position from Tom Murphy than Gary Sanchez in 2022, just overall. I know that sounds wild, right? Um, just with the names that are involved here. I mean, it's Gary Sanchez after all, but yeah, having to throw Mako in the deal. I mean, th- this package probably gets you one of them maybe um but not both but yeah and again like like you know you're like you're saying right now it's like 
that might even be a stretch. I mean, maybe for Sanchez, you might be able to get Sanchez with this. San- which I'm yeah, not enough for Sanchez. No, it is one year of Sanchez, but like Sanchez yeah. over the last four years, 201, 299, 444. He's Mike Zanino yeah. minus the good defense. Imagine right. Mike Zanino's bat, bad Mike Zanino. Imagine his bat with Luis Terenz's defense. That's Gary Sanchez. Right. It just it's 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 really not an upgrade. Um, yeah, I like Gallo a lot. I yep. like the fit there, even though that he's not super. You know, that he's not really CTZ at all. I mean, he walks. No, no, he does lot. walk a lot. Yeah, he, he he walks a lot. But I mean, like, there's a lot of swing and miss in his game as well. Yep. Um, and so. Yeah, I, I I really like that idea. I just uh, you're probably gonna have to come to the table with a little you know with something a little more interesting though. I mean we we talked about this earlier. I, I don't know like about a couple couple weeks ago, a couple fan fiction Fridays ago. That like Stecker Rider is probably a good piece to help you get Gallo, right? Like that that's probably gonna that that would probably help. That would probably I, get things rolling a little bit. I but, think Mako um, and and Stecker Rider might get you Gallo. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it's at least reasonable. I don't know. Like well, and then if you add Murphy into that, you know, that yeah, gives but them then a you have to get catcher. A, yeah, but then you have to go yeah. out and get another catcher, and, and you're trying to beat no, obviously this yeah, year, yeah. so it just it doesn't really fit. Yeah, yeah. No, just speaking from the Yankee side, though, I, I yeah, think yeah. that might be able to get it done. It's kind of a I don't know. It just it really depends on how they feel about Steckerman, how they feel about Murphy, and how much they want Mako at the yeah. end of the day. So, all right, let's move on to uh, to Derek's second trade here, though. Um, it's with another AL East team, the Blue Jays this time. And uh, he, he says uh, his second trade is real optimistic, but he thinks it's fun. And and I agree with him. I think it's fun. Uh, it's, it's really out there. Uh, this would never happen. But um, <laughs> listen to this, Colby. Blue Jays get Brandon Williamson, Mitch Hanniger, Tom Murphy, and Levi Stout for Teoscar Hernandez and Reese McGuire. That's pretty steep overpay for seattle yeah that's a lot for day oscar right yeah, i mean day oscar's good though yeah but Oscar's coming two off years. a really good year yeah you only get him for two years so you give up one year mm. of Haniger for two years of tay oscar but to get that extra year it costs you williamson and stout and stout and murphy well yeah. murphy is probably more like for mcguire but yeah right and so that's but like just take away Haniger and tay oscar from this deal um, or sorry, uh, take away McGuire and Murphy from this deal. Um, it's Williamson, Hanniger, and Stout for Hernandez. You're giving away two of your top ten prospects for one extra year of a guy who's basically Mitch Hanniger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, he's a little bit better defensively. He's a little bit better, but is he Brandon Williamson and Levi Stout better? No. And the difference between Reese McGuire and Tom Murphy is is not those guys. So uh, this is this is a steep overpay um, from the Mariners side of things. Uh, I like the Reese McGuire idea because you know we've talked a lot about catcher, but like Just keep Williams away from parking lots. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dollar store <laughs> parking lots in particular, which somehow makes that worse. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, and no, I mean, like Williamson's like a potential number three, and and like Levi Stout is is like an ace. Like everybody knows this, so like, um, <laughs> uh, it's just it's way too much to give up for We're for those two guys. <laughs> I just Levi Stout is a lot better than Ty gives him credit for. Um, so 
Yeah, it's a hard um, pass for me. I'm going to give this deal uh, 42 for creativity. Um, and then I'm going to give the, the Yankee one like a 32. I would like actually reverse those. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I just... He does. He doesn't get bonus points for just being fun and out there. No, not when you're this far Man. off. <laughs> I'll give you three bonus points. Thirty-five for the Blue Jays trade. All right, all right. I just. I thought it was fun. I thought it's, it was fun. It clearly made me, it made me laugh. But like, you guys are all sleeping on Levi Stout. That's all I'm gonna say. Is that what it did it for you? If we took Levi Stout out of the deal, what would it be? I still wouldn't like it. It'd be like a... F- what What grade would you give it? 40. There you go. I worked him down. I worked him down. Or up. No, you didn't. You proposed a completely <laughs> different hypothetical that changed my outcome. That's not working. Hush, again. hush, hush. Colby, Colby, Colby. No Nobody cares. cares, Todd. Yeah. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. You're not good at that. <laughs> I am. All right, we got more trade proposals to go over in the uh, next 20 minutes or so. But first, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, that is. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. And it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Now, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie, high in protein. So replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. So go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low-cal, high fiber, low-carb. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And there's so many amazing flavors they have to offer. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Mm, Just sounds so good. Now, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. We greatly appreciate your support. Let's head on over to Twitter for your Mariners trade proposals. Got a fun one here from Matthew. It's kind of convoluted. A lot of money changing hands here. The Mariners get Sonny Gray and Josh Donaldson. The Twins get Mike Moustakis and Brandon Williamson. And the Reds get Levi Stout. So obviously, because Levi Stout is here, Colby's automatically going to give it a 25. But Colby, how do you feel about this deal? It's about a 25. Um, (laughs) No, like, here's my thing. Um, so the Reds are giving up Mustakis and Gray, and they're only getting Levi Stout, which considering Mustakis' contract, uh, yeah, I, I think that works. And we know the Reds like Levi Stout because they're not stupid. So um, that part's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. My question is, is that why would the Twins trade Josh Donaldson for Mike Mustakis? 
like the twins don't appear to me to be a team that is trying to to rebuild and donaldson is still very good like you can bank on donaldson to be pretty good moustakis probably not so are they going to do that for brandon williamson maybe but i kind of doubt it but it's it's certainly interesting and most of the parts fit so I'll, i'll give it a 50 like it's it's solid it's pretty well put together um yeah, I'm going to give this, honestly, a 52. Okay. I, I I like it. I like it. I, I think there's definitely something to, to at least build on here, if anything. So let's go to Nate, who has uh, a trade, <laughs> I'll say. Salvador Perez, Royals catcher for Noel V. Marte, Zach Deloach, and Sam Carlson. Colby? Uh the uh Royals say no and the Mariners say no. So Yeah. Yeah. It uh but Colby, Salvador Perez is a Hall of Fame catcher. I mean, <laughs> no, but uh yeah. The problem with Salvador a, Perez that was that, a fun debate that was going on over the course of the summer. Yeah. Salvador Perez is a nice player who should not be mm-hmm. catching as much as he is. He's not good. Um, he is a guy whose whose reputation as a defensive catcher has exceeded his actual value of doing mm-hmm. it. Um, he's a terrible framer. Basically, the only thing that Salvador Perez does well behind the dish is he's pretty. He throws pretty well still. But this is a guy who's trending hard towards first base DH. He's got a twenty million dollar a year deal over the next four years. He's already thirty one and. The Mariners have to give up Noel V. Marte, who's 20 and has seven years of club mm-hmm. control and is going to play, you know, third base probably. Yeah. I just like to me, no, the Royals aren't going to do that because the Royals are again, they're they're kind of trying to trend in the other direction and, and trading Salvador Perez is not going to help them do that. Um, you know, plus the Royals don't trade guys uh, like like remember, they just let Hosmer walk. They let Mustakis walk. Like they didn't. They could have traded those guys, and they decided not to. They just kind of let them play out the string. So the Royals don't really trade like the guys who come through their system, or at least they haven't. And that's the same front office. So and they just signed uh, Perez. So I don't. I don't think they're interested in moving Perez. Um, yeah. But if the Mariners were, did make this offer and and Kansas City said no, they would be stupid. But I I think Kansas I City would say no. So. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just don't think this works for either side. I think it's a bad deal for both teams. Uh, well, I don't think it's a bad deal for Kansas City. I, I just don't think they're smart enough to do that. So, um, yeah, I'll give sure. it like a 30. Yeah, I'm going to go 30 as well. Yeah. All right. Um, at Dower Optim- Optimist, uh, Justice Sheffield to the Reds for Jeff Hoffman. Kind of a garbage for garbage. minor deal here. Garbage for garbage. Yeah. Um, Hoffman's, uh, you know. Eh. I mean, Hoffman has a likelier chance of helping you in 2022 than Sheffield, but, eh, you know. Yeah, but you still want to. Like, are we just like completely giving up on the idea that Justice Sheffield can help you in some capacity? Because I'm not quite there yet. Um not that I, you know he shouldn't start or anything like that for the Mariners no. uh, at the beginning of the year, but 
you know, I think people forget that what we saw in 2020 was a pretty good pitcher, uh, Justice Sheffield. So, um, yeah, it's not that, you know, I oppose to Jeff Hoffman. It's not that I'm opposed to to trading Sheffield. If I'm trading Sheffield, I want somebody who's a little bit more likely to help me um, than Hoffman. Hoffman could help me, and it's, you know, definitely gets strikeouts. Um, Yeah, but he also walks a lot of guys. 13.4% 13.4% last year. That's a lot. Yeah. And the Mariners don't really need the help in the bullpen. So I would rather just... You know, he he threw 73 up. innings, which is, a, which is a good amount for a reliever. I, I he think made he, 11 starts. Oh, he made 11 starts. Is that just opening, though? I think it might... I don't know. It couldn't have been because he only pitched 31 games. So no. like he had to have made some start, like some lengthy start. So... Yeah. No, I just, to me, this is just, no, I'd rather keep Sheffield and just kind of see what he is. And then like, I'll be able to trade Sheffield for a mediocre reliever in July. Um, even if he's not pitching all that well to. with the coma, like I, I can yeah. still do that because somebody will like the slider. They'll like the athleticism. They'll like the age and they'll like the, the top, former top prospect label. Um, so I can probably get a Jeff Hoffman equivalent in July. But if I hold on to justice now and he pitches well, I could probably do a little bit better. Yeah. So, so no thanks. I get the idea behind it, get, though. Yeah. Um, there isn't really a, a number that I'll give this. It's more just like a meh out of 80, you know? Um, indifference. <laughs> yeah, indifference. Yeah, yeah, it's indifference. Indifference. Um, I'll, our, give our like a, score. I'll give it like a 40 five like i i get the idea behind it and it's it's not a terrible yeah. idea it's just maybe yeah maybe i guess the, i guess higher. the mess score the the indifference score is like 42 for me you know 40 yeah okay. yeah sure why not what it was nick senzel for justice sheffield Ooh. yeah i'd probably take that flyer yeah i, think I don't that's know what, if the reds would do that though I don't know, man. They're they're pretty tired of Senzel, so like it's a flyer for a former top prospect for former top prospect. True. So that would be an that would be like a, a fifty for me. Is is Nick Senzel for Sheffield? Although I think you're right. I think the Reds would probably just say no, but yeah. I think they'd think about it. All right, so we got a few more trades to go over, but real quick, want to remind you this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Colby, you know how much we love uh, Vidal Bruhan on here. And Daisy and the Dingo wants to know if we would trade Matt Brash for him straight up. Hmm. No, it's very enticing. It I is. Gotta say. It is. But my answer but is no. Would the Rays do this? I think is also good. You think so? Yeah, Brash. Brash fits what they what they like. Do like he's basically such a whatever Rays prospect. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with him, pitching, relieving, opening, closing. Um, 
the Rays have a ton of up the middle guys and they covet young, cheap starting pitching because it's the, you know, it's the jewel of, of major league baseball mm-hmm. to have that, especially when you're a, a team who will not spend like the Rays won't. So, um, yeah. I think they would, um, or at least they would very strongly consider it. Um, heck you might even be able to do something like we'll take Brujan or Brujan and, and Kevin Kiermeyer, like all of that money for Matt Brash. Um, you might actually be able to get a little bit more, um, because it helps the Rays losing a three win center fielder because he's making $14 million. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think they would, I think the ages are very similar. Um, I guess the question is what I, and my answer for now is no, but it is very enticing. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. I, you know how much I love Matt Brash. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to say no, it would, it would destroy my brand as Matt Brash, Stan Tiding Gonzalez. I hope it happens. So, you know, the pain I felt when they traded Austin Shenton for a player. I really <laughs> like. It would hurt. It would hurt. Brandon Williams trading Brandon Williamson would really hurt. That's going to be funny. When There's they a lot of guys that look, and, and I know we're the ones that have long preached, you know, don't prospect hug all this stuff, but there are some guys that I do feel attached to in this system. And Matt Brash is certainly one of those guys. Um, I'm going to give this deal like a 55 though, or actually, honestly, yep. it might be a 60. Yes, it is very interesting. And we could probably do a whole episode just debating the merits of, of the particular trade. So um, which which we might have to end up doing eventually because, you know, yay, MLB owners. <laughs> yeah, geez. Good job, guys. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> next Wednesday. That's the whole show. Brash versus Bruhan. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a really good, interesting trade offer. Um, you know, maybe get the what's guys. Your, what's your score? 55, 60. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason that it's not higher for me, higher than a 60, is because I probably wouldn't do it, you know? But I get it. Coward. It's a really good trade offer. This might be one of our best, honestly, that we've gotten. It's, it's certainly it's, one of the more, like, close, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I took the Ray side and you took the Mariner side, we could legitimately talk about it for, like, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. Um all right, let's move on. Aiden has one of his, you know, uh, of course, he, he's got a uh, a very minor trade with someone that I didn't even know existed until about 30 minutes ago when we started prep for the show. Tigers received Mr. 20,000, Jose Godoy, for second base slash shortstop prospect, Corey Joyce. Just no comment. <laughs> you can't trade Mr. 20K. I'm sorry. Not for some for that, derpy looking. And for that, you get a 20. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you certainly can't do it for a dopey looking infielder um, who was pretty bad across. He played like four levels last year, and he was bad at all of them, except for the level where he played like three games. Like he played 45 games across like four levels. How do you find these guys, Aiden? You just have like a minor leaguer generator. Um, and then you just try to make a, a trade package around that. Cause that's what it seems like. So kudos for the effort you f- go into finding these guys, but, uh, you can pry Mr. 20,000 from my cold dead hands. Yeah. So I don't know. Realistically, 
It's like a 30, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Call me. It's it's probably a 30 because Godoy right now is probably your your third catcher. And you, you uh, need that yeah, guy. That's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably as high as it can go. All right. Daisy and Dingo's got another deal. And it's a three-team deal, of course. Well, of course. It's kind of Daisy and the Dingo's brand. Mm-hmm. Jeff McNeil to the Mariners. Tyler Malley and Diego Castillo to the Mets. And Levi Stout, Ronnie Mauricio, and JT Genn to the Reds. I think the Mets are giving up too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so for the yeah, for the Mariners. Yeah, yeah. when you when you include McNeil going to Seattle. Yeah. It's on top Mc, of Mauricio. Scout, Gen, Mauricio I, like, I really like Gen, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he's a first round uh prospect before he got hurt. So like yeah. Um yeah, it's too much for the Mets to give up. Um the Mariners getting McNeil uh for Stout and Castillo might be a little aggressive even. But like, uh-huh. it's it's fine. That part's fine. And then like, obviously, Mally and Castillo both helped the Mets a lot. But again, to give up Mauricio and Ginn and McNeil, I just I, I don't think they would do that. But I think it's I, I think it's a, a starting point that that could work mm-hmm. uh, a framework. So I, I would give it like a 50, 45, 50. Yeah, I there. think the three teams line up pretty well for a three team deal. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'll give it a. I'll give it like a forty-eight to a fifty. I think it's pretty solid. Sure. Like there's there's a starting point there, like you said. So, Hobo Depoto, one of our favorite Twitter names, has a deal with the uh, World Champion Braves, in which the Mariners get Austin Riley for Noel Alvi Marte, Matt Brash, nope. and Zach Deloach. Zero. No, that is not going to happen. Uh, Austin <laughs> Riley is coming off of. Great postseason. The Braves are not going to trade from their major league roster, at least in that sense, right? To that kind of extreme. Riley is under club control through 2025. Um, yeah. Uh, look, Marte and Brash and, and Deloach, that's a great package, but I just don't see the Braves justifying this whatsoever. No, um, the Braves actually have a good stash of young pitching. So. Non-zero chance Brash is a bullpen guy for them, and then Deloach is like a fourth outfielder. So Noelvi's right. at least two year, at least a year away from the big leagues, and probably at least two or three years away from putting up the year that Austin Riley did. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, if Austin Riley was on a bad team, we could talk, but because he's on the World Champs, who are going to try and repeat, um, he's yeah. not going anywhere. So um, yeah. valuation, I think, is about right. The overall, uh, just you know, in a vacuum, fine, but without a vacuum, it just it, it falls apart pretty quick. So, um, 30, yeah, um, yeah, just because of the unrealistic nature of it, yeah, it's just because of the situation, like yeah. you said. I think the valuation is pretty solid, but I think it's about so, right, maybe a little high on yeah. the Mariners end, but it's it's about right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, the couch GM Mariners get Luis Gill and Gio Urshela. For Levi Stout and Zach Deloach and Luis Torrens. That's who the Yankees get in that deal. Uh, zero. That? You're not giving up Levi Stout and Luis Torrens in the same deal. Get out of here. Those are two <laughs> future all stars. Should be ashamed of yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, this like this trade is like Colby's nightmare. 
honestly. <laughs> well, it's just funny. I, I like Urshela, and I think Gail, although I think it's pronounced heel. Heel? I think so. Is it heel? I think so, but I don't know. Um, this dude's got really good stuff. Uh, if you're looking for like a, a breakout, like I think he's still eligible for rookie of the year. Like if you're looking for a sneaky, like put 50 bucks, win 5,000 on a rookie of the year guy, it might mm-hmm. be Gil. He's really good. But for that reason, I don't see the Yankees giving him up. Um, he's probably going to start the year um, in the Yankees bullpen or rotation. Uh, Stout, probably a year away. Uh, maybe only a couple months, but still the ups, the upside to, of stout is, is probably the same as Gill. Um, and so then it's Urshela for Deloach and Terenz. The Yankees kind of need Urshela right now. Um, and Terenz just isn't a good fit there. They already have Gary Sanchez, um, who is basically the same guy. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't think this helps the 2022 Yankees enough for them to pull the trigger on this deal. I think it actually hurts them in 2022. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a 35. I'll give it a 35, which is generous considering you're trading away Levi Stout and Luis Torrens. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it a, I, I think just in terms of pure valuation, it's, it's fine. Um, yeah, you know, there's, there's probably maybe a little something more that the Mariners have to give up in this, but, uh, Yeah just in terms of the situation itself, kind of like the awesome Riley deal. Um, yeah. That's going to drive the score pretty low. So I'm going to go 35 as well, actually. And then uh, our final one is a uh, funky monkey uh, who says uh, Mariners get uh, Orioles right-handed pitching prospect Cole, Cole Uvila. I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce his name. U V I. LA uh, for Wyatt Mills and uh, Funky Monkey says look into uh, to Cole when you guys get the chance amazing story slash journey to get where he is today high 90s fastball elite spin rate breaking pitches I grew up playing with him in Port Angeles Washington um, so what do you think about trading Mil- Mills for someone that's uh, kind of got that profile that Funky Monkey described yeah um it's probably still he's a, a former 40th round pick of the Rangers, by the way. So yeah, he's yeah, come yeah. A long from Port way. Angeles. He had a really bad 2021, but it seems like he's kind of reinvented himself. Um, those are the guys you take a shot on in minor league free agency. Trading Wyatt Mills, who is I still think he's a major league quality reliever. Um, he uh-huh. kind of got jerked around by the by the Mariners. He was up for three weeks without pitching, and then they sent him back down, and then they call him up for another two weeks, and he'd make like one appearance, like I think White Mills got kind of a a raw deal. I know Ty hates White Mills, but uh, I still think there's at least a middle reliever I, there. I mean, you, you're completely right that he did get a raw deal here. Like and it's he really got called up and just sat in the bullpen for days like, on days on days. Like no he, action. Yeah, he pitched in 11 games, and I think if you look at his game log, those 11 games probably came in about a 65 day stretch. Where he, where he was just in the Mariners' bullpen. So obviously that's not a lot. Um, so yeah, he made his debut on May 1st, and then the 3rd, and then the 8th, then the 9th, then the 12th, then the 21st, and then, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was insane. And then he went down to the minors. I, I think Wyatt Mills is still at least a middle reliever. If the Mariners did this deal, I wouldn't care. Like, I don't love Wyatt Mills right. by any stretch. 
and obviously the spin rates are really good and the, and the velocity's up and all that. It's, it's a lottery ticket worth taking them. But I think I just prefer Mills just because I, I know who he is and, and like I've, I've seen him and I, I believe that there is something there. So, um, but yeah, I mean like I, I this is kind of one of those indifference, like, yeah, it's like a 40. cool local guy, like yeah. maybe turns his career around at 28 years old. Like, yeah, that'd be fun. So like either way they do it fine. If they don't do it. Yeah. I totally get why. So I'll give it like a 40, 45. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our show today. And thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop. For all your gambling needs, Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And just like us, their show is free and available wherever you get your podcast. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend. And we will see you on Monday for our weekly mailbag. Peace.